We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today for this episode of the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, hoping you are having a wonderful day. And uh, tis the season, right? We're right here on the uh, precipice of the Christmas season. I guess we are in Christmas season, and uh, we are wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas time. And uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas around here. I've already got my Christmas tree up. And, and uh, it's looking nice. And uh, we got the Christmas tree up in the church and the foyer. And and so uh, we uh, love this time of year. It's very busy, uh, but we're looking forward to a great Christmas season. Uh, I want to uh, just give you a little thought today uh, out of the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And there's a verse there in verse 58, which is a very well-known passage of Scripture. And that will kind of be my a launching point today, but we'll look at some other verses in this passage. But the Bible says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Now, that's a powerful verse, isn't it? But really, to get the context of that, we must look at some other things. I always tell our church in verse 58, anytime you see the word therefore, you need to find out what it's there for. Uh, very simple, therefore. So we understand the context of this passage is, okay, therefore, because of, uh, because of what was previously said or what we previously know. So here's what Paul's looking at. He's wanting us in this verse to have a bit of reflection. Therefore, we're going to reflect on what? Well, notice what the verses say before, previous to this verse. The Bible says, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? So then the Bible says in verse 57, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So this is such a powerful passage of scripture. And Paul is in the of course, the Lord wants us to reflect on what was just said. So what has just been said? All right. He's telling us that we have victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? He covers both things that most people are afraid of. Number one, O death, where is thy sting? In other words, because the Lord Jesus Christ has raised from the dead and because he bore our sin on the cross, gave up his life and shed his precious blood on the cross and then raised from the dead, we know that he's on the right hand of God ever making intercession for us. So here's what's beautiful about this. O death, where is thy sting? So in other words, when the Lord Jesus Christ returns and we that are alive will be caught up to be with the Lord in heaven. We will pass death. So the people that are saved when the Lord returns, there'll be no death. There'll be no sting in that death because there will be people that will not have to go through death. You understand that? He says, O death, where is thy sting? Then he says, O grave, where is thy victory? Now he covers all of the people that have died in Jesus. See, now he's saying, okay, that grave, you might have tasted the sting of death, but you're certainly not going to have the 
the grave is not going to have victory over you because when the Lord Jesus Christ returns, and he is, by the way, his second coming will be coming. And yes, he will. The trump of God will sound and all the dead in Christ will rise first. And we which are alive will be caught up to be with him. So he covers both of that in this verse. So if you have, if someone has a taste of the sting of death, they're certainly not going to remain in the grave. So we have victory over death and we have victory over the grave. The Bible tells us this. So then he goes in to say, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, therefore, because of that, <laughs> see, now that verse opens up. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain the Lord. So in other words, he wants you to reflect back and say, look, why should you keep moving forward? Why should you be unmovable? Why should you be abounding? Because we have victory. We have victory in the Lord. We're going to be in heaven one day. He's eternal. And so he says, therefore, be unmovable. So he calls us to reflection. Then he calls us to reaction. Because he has given us death, uh, given us victory over the grave, and because he will give some victory over the sting of death, then yes, we should react on that. We should be always abounding in the work of the Lord because we know that our faith and our labor is not vain in the Lord. So look, we're on the winning side. Uh, look, what we're doing spiritually is the most important work that we can do in this world. Why? Because everyone's going to live somewhere forever. And we know that if they trust Jesus Christ as their Savior, we know that they're going to be in home in heaven forever and ever and ever. And so we ought to react to knowing that we are victors. We're victors over death and we're victors over the grave. And so because of that, there ought to be a reaction to that. What is the reaction? to be unmovable, to be always abounding in the work of the Lord. So let me ask you a question this morning. Are you abounding in the work of God? Are you laboring for the Lord? Well, you should be because you're a victor. We have victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have a message of despair. We have a message of victory. We have a message of hope. Therefore, we ought to be abounding. We ought to be spreading the light during the Christmas season. We ought to be laboring for the Lord. We ought to be spreading the good news of the gospel. We ought to be living our lives for the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because we are victors. We're on the winning side. And so we ought to live as though we're winning, right? So he calls us for reflection. Therefore, Paul calls us for reaction, steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. And then, I love this part, he says, for as much as you know, Paul calls for us to rely on reliance on the Lord and his promise. Yes, we know. This is a mystery. The Bible says, behold, I show you a mystery. It, it is a mystery, but he just clears it up. He says, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. This incorruption will put on uh, incorruptible. And now he's speaking about our old bodies, our fleshly bodies. The moment we started to live, we started to die. And all of you know, I'm almost 50 now. I can definitely tell you that I'm not like I was when I was 25. So we understand this. And so God's trying to teach us. Therefore, because of the victory, because we are going to put on incorruption, yes, we have a mortal body now, but we're going to have an immortal body. We're going to live forever. Therefore, because of all this, we, we are assured. We are trusting the Lord. We are relying upon his promises. Now, let me say something to you quickly today. Stop relying on your feelings. Feelings will get you in trouble. Feelings cannot always be trusted. I've learned this the hard way. You've learned it the hard way. 
And just for a biblical illustration of this, we all know that in the Old Testament, when Isaac was going to give the birthright to Esau, we know what happened. Uh, the mother uh, put a bunch of fur, a bunch of hair on Jacob, and he went in and stole the birthright. But Isaac said something amazing there. He was blind. He couldn't see. And so when, he, when Jacob came in, he, he was all dressed up. He had that fur. He felt like a hairy man like Esau was. Well, his father touched him. Well, he felt the hair and said, well, this must be Esau. But then Jacob spoke. Well, then when he heard him, he said, well, that's funny. I feel my son Esau, but I hear the word, the voice of my son Jacob. And you know what? He did what we all often do. He trusted his feelings, and he didn't trust the word. Listen, for as much as we know, why do we know? Why are we assured? Because every promise in the book is mine. Every promise in the book is yours. We must trust his word. We are assured of his promises. So look at it here quickly. There was a call for, for, for reflection. Therefore, because we have victory, we should react as Christians today. We should be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. Why? Because of what we know. And not only because of what we know, because of what the Lord has given us. He's given us victory. We're going to be living in eternity with him. We are going to be incorruptible. And we're going to be immortal, living forever. So because of that, we must react and we must labor for the Lord while we have the opportunity. And then why? Because we're assured. We are assured. Here's what the Bible says. For as much as you know, I know, I know that Jesus Christ paid for my sin. And I know that as a young child, I trusted Christ as my personal Savior. And I know that he walks with me. I know that he talks with me. And I know that every promise in the book is mine. So for as much as you know, we know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. And so let's get out there and labor for the Lord this Christmas season and our Christian life. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.